Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Way podcast. Two lovely finishes from Mo Salah gave us a 2-1 win at Spurs as we picked up our first away win in the league this season. It was a hard-fought victory, harder fought than it probably needed to be given we had the game under control and that one more goal would have killed Spurs off completely. But in the end, we survived the second half onslaught as the lads dug in and grounded out to take home a vital three points. I'm Dave Usher, editor at liverpoolway.co.uk, and joining me to pick the bones out of this one are John Gallagher and Paul Natton. Okay, Paul, do you want to kick things off? Uh, overall impressions on that? I mean, just the result is all today, really, for me, Dave. I just think absolutely delighted that we got the win. Uh, John always talks, doesn't he, about records, and I hadn't yeah. quite appreciated just how good our record is against Spurs. I think they, I think they'd only won once in the last nineteen, so to make that now once in twenty. Um, but you know the way our season's been to go there, they're doing. I mean, I think their fans are a little bit um, in two minds about how, how good a campaign they're having at the moment. But certainly they've, they've been having a much stronger campaign than us. So to go there and get the win is just fantastic. Um, I thought first, well, certainly up to the goal, I thought we were really good. Mm. Um, there was a bit of a wobble after that, but mostly the first half I thought they were decent. Um, I thought Mo was absolutely sensational. I th- I just, honest to God, I just thought Mo was brilliant, fantastic. Um, and then second half, it was just a totally different kind of game. You know, it just uh, that Spurs dominated. We were holding on. Um, some some pretty good defending from us, particularly from Canate. Um, but you know, I just—it's it, all about the three points. That's—that's—that's—we've been saying for ages we've got to get to the World Cup, and I think now to have two wins on the bounce, we've got this League Cup game in the week. Then we've got Southampton who look like they're in crisis next mm-hmm. weekend. You know, it feels to me like a there's a big result this potentially. Um, you know, I, many of the problems that we've seen all season were were on display at certain points throughout the game today. But I just—it's so not about that for me. Today is just about we've gone to Spurs and we've beaten them, and and is right. It's exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. I'll let John come in in a sec. We're just picking up on something you said there about the problems we've had this season, and they were in evidence today. I didn't necessarily feel like that. I felt like we had a whole new problem that came that came up today because a lot of what we did. I, I'll go into this more later, but. I was watching thinking, yeah, this I actually recognise this team. We're not at our best, but it looks familiar, what we're doing. You know, it, 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 the first half especially. But then we we just started giving the ball to Spurs, the second half. I thought we defended really well, but we defended far more than we had to because we just kept giving the ball to them. I'm like, what's going on? Even people like Thiago, who, who you'd normally you'd bank on Thiago keeping the ball and we were just giving it away so cheaply and inviting them to, to come on to us. So that was something that I don't really feel like we've been doing this season. It, it, that's not no, been a big it, problem, but it was today. Agreed. I suppose I suppose what I meant in terms of the issues that we've seen, I mean, you're right, but that for me, that was just about this whole fatigue thing and, you know, maybe mental fatigue in yeah, that case. Yeah, possibly, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just the, just the concentration and what have you. But yeah, all about the three points for me. So John, what have you got to add to that? Yeah, I don't know how to feel about the game overall, to be honest with you. I mean, delighted we won, obviously, in terms of the context of how the season's gone. Going to Tottenham's never easy, but cliche, you know. But, um, yeah, we started really well. Uh, you know, good intent about us. Um, scored a really good goal. Mm. And then, I don't know, I think Tottenham plays into our hands as well. I thought they, 
you know, whether it was the injuries they've got at the moment or what, you know, just nullified their their strengths, not having Son available. Um, you know, it's massive for them. Yeah. And I thought they came into the game with like a bit of a I don't know if it was like inferiority or like feeling sorry for themselves. I I don't know, but I think like we didn't really like go for the jugular while he were wobbling, you know, one 0 you know, we should have really took hold of the game, but yeah. Yeah, I think like you know, we're not playing well generally and I don't think we can afford lulls in games at the moment where we're not quite at it. You know, we're not good enough at this moment in time for various reasons. So yeah, um you know, it's just delighted to go in two nil at half time because I think going in one nil at half time, you know, with the onslaught that Spurs had in the second half, it was like you know, could have been asking for trouble in, in, in the second half, but thankfully that that decisive goal just on half time was was crucial in the end. So it's a massive three points. Uh, it just closes the gap slightly to the to the sides above. Uh, it's been a good result. United losing, Chelsea losing. So um, mm. yeah, it's uh, just taken isolation. Fantastic three points, but yeah, still certain aspects have got to be ironed out over time. It's not going to be a quick process. You know, and the World Cup will be coming at the right time, I think. Yeah. So a couple of things is like the the record against Spurs. It shocked me because I always feel like, oh fucking hell, Tottenham, it's gonna be like a really tough game. And yet we've only lost one in, in twenty. Like it, that in itself is surprising because the, it does always feel like it's a tough game against them. Um but that today was it was weird because when I seen their team and they only had Kane, that he was like the only forward we've got to win this and if we score first I feel like we'll win it quite well so if you, you the one thing you don't want to do is go 1-0 down to them so they can just defend but it, the counter-attacking threat just wasn't there you know it takes Son out as well as like um, where Kulisevsky and, and the other twat who's injured you take them out of it and the, 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 the counter-attack's just not there as good as Kane is he can't do it on his own but um we started brilliantly. First 10, 15 minutes were absolutely brilliant. Then, as you said, we had that little wobble. They had the chance when they hit the post. We regrouped after that, and I thought we dominated the rest of the half. But it just, Spurs looked wide open to me. You know, every time we got the ball, I felt like we could get in down the sides, especially Darwin down that side. I don't think we took advantage of it as much as we could have done. And then the second half, again, I don't particularly think that, like, I thought Spurs played much better in the second half. But the gaps were still there. The opportunities for us to be like just ripping them apart and the break were there. And we just couldn't get out. We just couldn't find the passes to, to, to create the, the chances. But it really was just like the game of two hours. But I, I think part of the problem is just psychological. We haven't won away from home all season. We're 2-0 up. It's going well. Then suddenly they score and it's like, uh-oh. And they were so focused on not giving that game away. You know, the, the focus was just on defending. And, you know, and we did that really well. But we just seem to forget how to play football. But let's just concentrate on the first half for now, because there's a lot of good things in that first half. Um, specifically, Mo's finishing, and I felt like Darwin playing on the left really gave us something. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't know about you know. I've had concerns about oh, could he play on the left? How would he do if he was playing there? But seeing that today, I'm like, no, I, he he can do that. I'm not saying long term. I don't want him there long term. But at the moment. You know, you, you don't want to be playing Bobby on the left. So if Bobby's in the team, then you need Darwin playing on the left. So I think, like, go back to the four three three, stick with that. And, yeah, Darwin on the left for now. Darwin and Mo either side of um, 
I mean, there's only one more game left, and then we should have the other players coming back. But I was really encouraged by uh, by Darwin playing on the left today. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I agree, Dave. And I thought, I mean, just picking up your point before about the space that was there for Robbo as well. Mm. I mean, it wasn't just Darwin who had the space. So if Darwin pushed on and the uh, the centre half came across, Robbo had like acres, yeah, acres of space. It was it was mad, really. I mean, clearly it's a floor in in the way Spurs set up, but it's mm. one that I'm just surprised Conte wanted to wanted to um, just accept as part of his game plan. Because oh. it clearly was part of the game plan, I think. But it was good the um, way Robbo was, was trying to play that early ball down the line when it was abso- on as well. Absolutely. I mean, it looked to me like it looked to me like there's a, the beginnings of a link-up there. Yeah. There's definitely a link-up between Darwin and Mo. I mean, that's that's just that's absolutely unequivocal. Yeah. You know, it's been there the since... Start, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, from the Charity Shield. You know, we saw it then. And there's just they've just already just got this, um, this understanding... Albeit one that occasionally looks a bit raw on, on Darwin's part, but I, 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 Darwin just does. He, he does. He causes people problems. One of the, early on, do you remember that shot he had early on, where I think Robbo played him in down the down the side. The first time, and, and, when it, and the, it ball, the ball, yeah, it, he let it bounce, and it didn't. I think he was expected to bounce to his left foot and to take it on the and to hit it then, and it didn't. It kind of kind of like bounced up a little bit, so he just took it on his right. Yeah. Which I just thought it was absolutely fantastic. He okay. wasn't bothered which one. He was having a go with that when that ball bounced up like that, and he didn't care which foot. Um, you know, I think, you know, he had moments where, I mean, you know, Stu talks about, on, on the pod, about um, commentators having a narrative before a game, um, which they then want to, um, they then want to continue to push, no matter yeah. what's really happening on the pitch. I certainly think there's already this, and, and there is there is some truth to it, but there's already this narrative about Darwin's very, very raw, Darwin, Darwin's wobbly touch, hmm. and all the rest of it. I, I thought we saw some great moments, you know, I thought he was really good in the uh, in, in the in the first goal. Um, you know, the touch and then the and then the ball through to Mo, um, and and just all the time he was he was front footed, hungry, and very direct. I love how direct he is. He looks to me like a little bit between uh, a cross between um, Torres and Suarez. There's elements of both of their games in there. <laughs> Don't. He's, he's, Imagine. He's, 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 no, he's not there yet. Clearly, Imagine if he got there. That fucking hell. Like, <laughs> I know, the greatest I know, player I know. like in the history of the world. But do, do you know what I mean? It says his physique he rem- and his directness and you know that, you know, the, the sort of the pace and the way he just runs at players. Yeah. You know, very, very fast. He reminds me of, of, of Torres. But then also the way he kind of just like Hustles his way into a game and just makes things happen. That reminds me of Lewis. Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean, he hasn't we'll, got the genius we'll, though, like that. No, that, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. And, he and hasn't, that's something that you probably, you, you know, you you've either got have. that or you haven't. Yeah. But, Absolutely. But I, I certainly felt, yeah, I, I, that was it was. I loved all of that. It was great. And but I just want to come back to Mo. Yeah. I, we just take him for granted. He's unbelievable. He's an absolutely sensational player. That the first touch. We take his. I think we take his touch for granted as well. The things he does with the football. Those touches are incredible. Just, just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And also, he was involved in the build-up to that goal. He was so a he, lovely he layoff. He laid it off to he? Harvey, didn't mm-hmm. he? Then Harvey, Harvey sent it out. Harvey sent it out wide. I think to Robbo before Robbo played it into Darwin. By which point, Mo's back in Mo's back in the box. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I thought there were lots of things that were really enjoyable about that first half. And and you know and. Mo Darwin and to a lesser extent Robbo. I thought and Harvey I, I, was brilliant in the first. Half agreed, well. agreed. Yeah. Well, in fact, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give you the floor on Harvey Day, but all I want to say about him is um, 
he, I just find it incredible how mature he is. Yeah. So composed, decision making, touch. Bit of a not not quite the same player, but but a, a bit of a mini Thiago in, in the sense that he you know his decision making's right and his maturity's there and his technique is is great. Yeah, some some real positives in that first half, definitely. Yeah, I've not really got much to add to that. I just thought Harvey was was excellent, just very composed, made the right decisions pretty much all the time, which puts him in like a minority today because like some of the decision making from a lot of the other players was just terrible um in the second half uh, but I thought Harvey generally was always doing the right thing so yeah really really good performance from him um <clears throat> so John do you want to talk us through like uh, Mo's goals I know you you appreciate uh, a good striker with like you know who knows how to, to find the target <laughs> yeah, well, that, so. yeah that's a it doesn't need any encouragement Dave <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean the fair, I mean you, you see that so often from the first time shot, don't you? Just no hardly any backlift, just rifles, rifles in the net. And you score one a good or something. It might have been last year or the year before. I can't remember, but same type of goal. Yeah, just um, teed it up for himself. Yeah, he? yeah, just leathered the first time. Yeah, before the keeper even moved, you know, was in the net. Uh, second goal is just like cold. Cold but class at the same time. Just you know everything about it. The ding finish. Yeah. As as Paul says, just taking them for granted. Um. You know it's just great that he's coming back into some kind of form. You know he looks confident again. Did you see um, that when he said about his his goal record? Like recently, they said something like that was like uh you know his his eighth goal in his last eight games, and I was like, fuck yeah. off. No, it's not. It doesn't feel like <laughs> and that. Then, does no, it? and then they put the stats up, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." <laughs> There's only like two games of the last nine or something that he hasn't scored in. Yeah, I was like, fucking yeah. hell, that's kind of crept up on me because we've been shit. You know, because like uh, the team, we've had bad results, and it's crept up on me that Mo's like well and truly just got himself back on track now. Yeah, as Paul alluded to, and, and yourself, you know the the link up between him and Darwin. I was there from the Community Shield, and then a week later against Fulham, um, you know. Darwin came on, he linked up well for, was it two of the goals, if I remember rightly? Um, I think so, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so obviously there's something there to work on. Uh, you know, Darwin hopefully will get better with some decision-making at times. Uh, you know, he's not got the subtlety that Mo has, but hopefully in time that'll just become more natural to him um, yeah. and he'll become more consistent with what he's doing overall. But, you know, he is a threat, he is a danger, he's direct, you know, he's everything that you want in a, in a forward, and just that flexibility playing him off the left as well, you know, apparently he played there for Benfica a fair bit, so, you know, it's just another string to his bow, really. Yeah, he, he looked good there, I mean, we've seen in little flashes here and there when, like, the City game immediately springs to mind, when he came off the bench, and um, recently there was a game he... Uh, Napoli, yeah, uh, he he come on. He sort of played on the left in those games, and but that's slightly different when it's like late on in the game, the game stretched and the space to 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 play there. Uh, fr- from the start, I I had reservations about how he do, but I like it. I think there's I think there's a lot to, uh, lot to be encouraged about. The only reservation I'd have about him playing on the left is it's completely different in a game like that where you know the space to run in behind. As opposed to when you've got some park the bus team around field, you're like, yeah. You, yeah. They, they just they're defending deep and there isn't a space to get in. So I'd like to see how he does in those kind of games. Um, but no, it's I thought he, he did, you know, he hasn't scored today, but he's gone close. He's, he's got an assist, he was a constant threat. And then the second half, I thought he put in a massive shift, um, getting back defending. 
So worked very hard. Yeah, yeah I agree. and and he does. I mean, like there was. Um, I don't think we mentioned it, but there was a game recently. Um, might have been a Leeds game actually. Uh, no, there was a game at Anfield, and he came charging back, and he made this like boss slide tackle on the edge of the box at the cop end, like defensively. And I looked and I was like, who's it was that? It the West Ham game. West Ham, yeah. was phenomenal in that game. Was was like, I, I remember hell. saying to you at the time, that was the complete centre-forward performance. And obviously, Tuchanach, um, I was, remember you saying at the time, I was sat next to you, that was a very strange substitution to make. Yeah, um, we didn't know, did Because he was phenomenal that mm. game. He was all over the place. You know, he was direct. He was having shots from everywhere. Um, great header. You know, that great volley, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... Well, you got mentioned the park, the bus teams. I actually think he'll do all right in them games because if you think of crosses are getting whipped in, and no, I'm saying if he's playing on the left, though, I even then I yeah. think he'd be fine. I'm thinking, you know, attacking the back post, attacking the, the back post, and that, yeah, yeah Trent yeah. or whoever, you know, pinging balls like you know, hanging them up on the back post, and that. I, I think he'd be fine to be honest with you. You just mentioned Trent. I think we need to talk about Trent today because <laughs> what a fucking weird game that was. Like some of the things that he did so were out of his world. Yeah. Some of the passes that he played were just incredible. And then there was just mad defensive moments and which I don't even know what he was doing. And I actually thought that was a penalty. It got glossed over and no one really made much of it. I thought that was a penalty. Uh, if the ref gives that, it does not get overturned by VAR. They'd say, yeah, yeah it's a penalty. They've just stayed with the referee's decision on the field, but that's like at least 60-40 a penalty for me. Just because the lad's in front of him and he pushes him in the back. It's sometimes you can do that when you when you're at the side of each other. You can lean in with your arm and give a bit of a shove. But when they're actually in front of you and you put your arm on the back and then push, which he did, he pushed off with his arm. Maybe maybe Sessignon's gone down easily. I don't necessarily think he has. Because when you're running and you get nudged in the back like that, it, it, you are going to lose your balance. I thought we got away with one there. And then he's had a couple of other little mad moments as well where it's... it's I'm not having this Trent can't defend. Trent can't defend. We've seen Trent defend for years. Maybe he's not like the world's greatest defender, but he's fine. But this season, there's definitely like something, and I think it's mental now. I think it's a confidence thing because he's just doing mad stuff that he never did before. And just at times, he just looks all at sea. Definitely agree with that, Dave. I think he's in his own head far too much. The pressure, the pressure of, of it being a being one of you know one of the many. Narratives about Liverpool is 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 uh, is in his head. I definitely think there's something in terms of how we protect him. I don't think the, the you know the, the not having Hendo consistently there to fill in the gaps has uh, has, has basically you know given him something different to think about. No, I think Harvey's been fine, but Harvey hasn't hasn't um, had that understanding with him and hasn't had that that immediate defensive impact in the way that that uh, Hendo's had when he's played over that side. But it's in his head. I do think, though, there are moments, and I agree with your point, he's never been a terrible defender, but there are times where he doesn't instinctively play like a defender when he's in a defensive position. You know, when he is back there and he's one-on-one, there's times where it's just his, his body shape is wrong. He's in the wrong position. He's facing the wrong way. He just shows too much too much of one way to the, to, to the, to the, uh, the, the opposing attacker. He does need to do some... I think he needs some one-on-one coaching over it. Really, if, if he only must just be having that, right. Paul. He must be having. Maybe, it. Well, I, I don't know because because things are so intense. Yeah, but things are just so intense. You know, but I, I think I, one of the reasons I was really hoping he, don't, he doesn't go to the World Cup is because I think that's the perfect time then Agreed. to say right, go yeah. go and have a week off, and right, you and me, you know, I don't know who it is, but um, you know, it could be any, any one of the any coaches. Coach one of the coaches the just takes him off. Too. 
and yeah. says, right, we're, we're spending a week. We're going to spend the whole week. I'm going to drill you on the, all this stuff, stuff, all this kind of stuff, and then we'll test it in a few games in the week after. You know, he just 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 for the psycho the psychology of it, just so he starts to get the muscle memory back of a proper one on one defending because yeah. he can do it. Know. You know, for me, for me the thing I found... Do you remember, like, and everyone... Sané gave him a tough time, and everyone was like, oh, how's Trent going to cope? And he was fucking phenomenal against him. And at yeah. the time, Sané was, like, yeah. the, the best winger in the league. He was an absolute nightmare to play against. So this is why, like, I, I look at this and think, no, this is not... This is not who he is. It's just how he's playing. And Neville like did some analysis the other week, and everything he said was right. But people went so overboard that oh, this is incredible analysis. You know, this is what like, this is what you get from like the top pundits. I'm like, any fullback could have told you that. Anything that Gary Neville's saying there, and this is not knocking Gary Neville. I'm just saying the things that he was pointing out. Any fullback could point that out and say, well, yeah, you, you need to look at a body shape there. You've got to be covering this position, blah, 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 all of this stuff. But it's also stuff that, like, Trent's been getting told since he was a little kid. It's, it's People are saying, I've I seen comments, I'll oh, get Gary Neville into coaching. Fuck off. <laughs> Behave yourself. There's nothing there that any of our coaching staff would not be able to say. You know, to identify the problem, go, Trent, look, yeah, in this indeed. situation here, you've got to be doing this, and you're standing too tall. You've got to be, like, crouched down, ready to go either side, or just basic stuff like that. He's been getting told that since he was a little kid because it really is the basics of, of like, playing fullback. And I know he wasn't a fullback all along, but he's played fullback often enough at the academy level that he will definitely have been getting taught that. From when well, he he's been kid. doing it. He's and been he, doing it in the first team for five years. Exactly. That's my whole point. He's just you know, for, he's forgotten to do it. Do you know the thing? The thing you reminded me there, Dave, when you mentioned about Sane, because uh, I do remember those. Um, I do remember that you know that first moment, and then he played him again. I think later in the season and did much better. Yeah. One of the things in the that Champions I think, League, and everyone was that, worried about right. it, and over the two one, games, one of the, it was one, brilliant. One of the things I think has definitely happened with him. You can tell that he's in his head. He's a bit hesitant in, in his in his decision making. You know, so he's kind of second-guessing himself. And you see it when he, he, he deciding when to go for the ball because he has got a burst of pace because we saw that when he was, when, you know, when he was matched up against Sane, he could match him for pace and use a bit of upper body strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, he's just setting off a little bit, half a, half a second, you know, a fraction of a second too late, I think, sometimes. And that tells me that he's second-guessing himself. Like, he, oh, he, yeah, he yeah, overcommitted yeah. on that big cross-field yeah. ball, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. Sessegnon got in. When I mean, you, I think the other thing to say is, is, you know, in some ways, he should be better because he's put some bulk on now. Yeah. Without Paul, losing you've pace. Just, uh, you've just, I was thinking about that. He's, he's up a, you know, shoulders up broad and, you know, he's definitely Much filled broader, out. Yeah. yeah he, but do you think that has got something to do with it about, you know, his direction, you know, what, knowing what way to go? Are we, you know, we, his body shape and that, was that, was that his balance any, a little bit or something? His balance, I, I don't know, I'm not like clued up and stuff like that, but is it a factor? I, I don't know, because he, he just seems to go like really broad shoulders. He's, he, he's a proper man now, isn't he? You know, yeah. he's yeah. always associated and being like a young lad coming through the academy. He, you know, the same footage in like the Champions League, finally, he looks like a, like a boy. Looks just physically like, different, doesn't he? Looks like a totally yeah, different player. Yeah, and yeah, he just looks totally different person. Like how he looks yeah. along the play. Yeah, it's just like, but it seems to have happened like overnight. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if that's got anything to do with like how he's defending situations. I've got no idea. But you know, is it a factor or not? I'm not too sure. Did you see that one in, in the second half? And um, it was just like a big, long cross that like rolled across the box. 
and someone came in, I think it was Perisic came in on the, on the, the back post. No, um, it was Sessegnon came in and he cut it back and Perisic hit the bar. And like the way that developed, the time it took, and I was watching Trent, I'm like, fucking hell, Trent, wake up, you, he's behind you. And he just didn't deal with it at all. It's like just stuff like that. It's, you know, this is stuff that I know... People have always said, "Oh, defensively he's not great," but no, he wasn't doing stuff like that. Like you know, a year, two years ago, it's just crept in, and I do think it's like it's psychological now. And what you just said there, Paul, I'd not really thought about that, but I didn't want him to go to World Cup. But for me, it was mainly just fitness reasons. Yeah, let him, let him like have a bit of a break, and then you know we we get everyone back to train and get ourselves ready to go. I hadn't even really thought about that, but that was a great point that you know we could just get him to just have like a crash course in defending again, you know, without the pressure of being ready for games or twice a week, you know, that would be a great thing if he doesn't get picked, but I think he probably will get picked because yeah, Reese James, James is out, so it'll be like Kyle Walker, Trippier and Trent, I think, because Kyle Walker plays centre-back as well, doesn't he? So I think he probably will make the squad, but hopefully yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, you know, what, while we're on Trent, while we're on Trent, let's not just make it all about the defensive question marks because... He's just ridiculous oh, it's unbelievable. as a long passer of the ball. Some of what he did today... It, it just, it is was, he the best we've ever had over those distances? Who's, who's, who've we had who's better, boys, who can hit the ball He's over distances so accurately? Not to this I not don't with think... its frequency, John. Not with this mm. frequency and consistency, I don't think. I don't Steve, think... Stevie had it in his locker. I just, just don't think he did it as often. He's not um... better. Gerard's not better than Trent. I'm not saying Trent's better than Gerard, but Gerard's definitely not better than Trent, are he? Uh, with the, the long passes, I don't think there's anyone being better. That now, whether that means Trent's the best or not, we could debate that. But I agree with what you're saying about the frequency of it, the amount of times he does it in a game, and very, very rarely gets one wrong. That's the so thing. Just the consistency is like and the pace. Yeah, and and, and he'll, he does he it first time it. as well. You know, sometimes yeah. he'll be on the run and he'll just ping one. He did one today, like where he's on the run, he just hit it first time right into Darwin's path, and I was like, fucking hell! And then the mm-hmm. one that Mo controlled. I mean, that was an almost oh. impossible ball to play that because they, they were all in the right position and he's just dropped it perfectly over. I think it was over Kane's head right onto yeah, Mo's Yeah, it foot. was. It was, and yeah. It's really surprising that Mo didn't control that because Mo usually controls everything. But, uh, but yeah, some of the things that Trent does is unbelievable. And, like, you know, my dad was saying, that's why we should have him in midfield. I'm like, I get that, but he's got more space to play those passes where he is now. Mm. If he's in midfield, you've not got as much space to play that. For one thing, you're further in field, so you know that that changes like the whole dynamic of it. So I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's a Bruyne still... manager, should say from that. Yeah, like, like yeah. You see, I think he? he's. I think he could play the De Bruyne role easily. I, I maybe maybe I don't know, but there's got to be a reason why they've never tried it. So I don't know. Maybe if like you know if Calvin Ramsey comes in and and look boss, and we think where well, I would like to get him some games. That's something that you could look at. Okay, maybe certain games we play Trent there, but I think what if he's not played there now when we've had all these like midfield issues? Is he going to play there if we go and sign two midfield players? So I don't know. I think maybe they just—it's not something that they're considering doing. Yeah, it is. I don't even think we've tried them in midfield in like pre-season, have we? Or in that De Bruyne role, not you know, like no. pre-season games. It's just something that's never. Come into the equation, is it? You know, he's just being like a fullback, and that's it. It's yeah. like, I mean, yeah. I think I think if they're going to try it, it's going to be in, it's going to be between now and the start of next season, isn't it? Really, because you know we're basically rebuilding the midfield. Um, we've got two who are definitely going on freeze at the end of the season. Um, you've got Milner, who even if he stays, I still think he needs replacing. 
um, with somebody because of the number of games he's going to play is going to be very, very limited. So even if you want to keep him around us, you know, for the dressing room and to, to look after the kids, I mean, I quite like the idea of having, having him as a, a sort of a, a Jay Spearing for the first team role, you know, sort of player coach or coach player. So you can, but I don't, I don't know if he'll accept that, but I, I just like the idea of him being available for the, the early rounds of the uh, domestic cups and just have James Milner plus 10 young players. And, yeah. um, and and you know he, he he and you still keep his presence in and around the first team squad, but I think I think we've got at least three that need replacing in the um, in the first team. So maybe that's the point where you do try Trent. But if it, if it, if they don't do it now, they're never going to do it. I don't think. Yeah, just imagine the money it could save you though. Like if it, if we did yeah, try absolutely. it, it would work out. You know, the cost of a good midfielder these days. Are we talking anything sixty seventy million quid or whatever? Yeah. Well, Trent's at Trent's. Trent's at least at least one hundred and fifty million pound footballer for me. You know, you throw him into the and you know if he can if he can retain what he's got at right back, um, but adapt to the position in in midfield, then he's you know he's world class. He, we are talking comparisons with De Bruyne. He's definitely got that potential. It's not an outrageous comparison. See, but I also um, feel though that I'd only use him occasionally in midfield, and I'd still have the majority of his time playing right back because when the team's back on track and playing well. Okay, maybe certain games like against like the the real high quality opposition, you might want like a different option at right back. I don't know, but for most teams in the league, when when the team's playing well, Trent is not going to be a problem for us. It's a problem at the moment because there's like so much has been going wrong that that's being exposed. But if the team were playing the way they'd normally play, you could you could kind of carry that. You know, the the, the little defensive weakness there, you could carry it. Um, but we're not playing well enough to carry that at the moment. So I still see Trent mostly playing right back but I do think it's something that we should have in our locker to occasionally have him in midfield I'd like to see how that works out yeah, just now yeah. and again but I'd still probably, have him at right back most of the time yeah the way you're looking at it as well it'd have to be in a 4-3-3 as well wouldn't it I mean you couldn't play him in a 4-2-3-1 for instance no. really because you know Mo's on the right I mean, hand I'd, side I'd, yeah. I'd move him more to get him into midfield rather than to get him away from right back uh, but I, I, you know, I also just think that the team we need to continue shaking up the team a little bit and shaking up the, the tactics. You know, there, it is clear that, that we that we leave space in that position. We've been saying that all season, and you know, maybe more of a, a direct marauding right back. You know, like a right-footed Robbo yeah. um, would would shut all that down. Which but maybe for me, that's the real, Calvin Ramsey. Maybe yeah, that's maybe maybe. For, but for me, the real reason to move Trent is just because I just it's just what he can give us further forward. I just think he, you know. At the level that we're playing, he's 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 such a an unlocker of defenses. He can, he's so creative; he can create so many goals. And he, I, do, I just don't accept the point that he's not going to do that just because he's come inside a little bit and he's a little bit higher up the pitch. He's just ridiculous on on the ball, vision, touch, passing, all of it is there. No, I'm not saying he won't I, do it. I just think it'd be more difficult for him to do it because there's not going to be the, the the same space that he gets to do it now. Not that he can't do it when when the chance is there. I just think he might be a little bit restricted in the amount of times he's able to do it. That's all. If you if you look at his Chelsea counterpart, let's say Reese James. I mean, Chelsea play like a back three, don't they? So Reese James hasn't got that like um, you know defense as like secondary to him, you know, because he's yeah. playing as a like, further up the pitch. Like, how would Reese James do in like a four three three, for instance? Would that I think be... he'd still be good. I think I I really like him. I think he's yeah. a really good player. I do too. But yeah, I, I think Trippy is a really good player as well. You know, mm. uh, they they have got like say some good right backs, England. Which is why I've never been that bothered about, and apart from the fact that I don't give a shit about England, 
I, I sort of understand why Trent doesn't get picked for England because it, we, they play a completely different style to what we're playing. So if Trent's not able to do the things that he's good at because of the way they play, you're putting him in a position where he's then having to, to, to be doing the things that he's not so good at. So why would you do that when you could put somebody else there? So I've always said I understand uh, Southgate's position and I don't think it's like outrageous that he's not he's not picking Trent as his first choice player. I don't think his team is is good enough to, to play the way that Trent plays. But just imagine, you know, as you say, not bothered about England, but if you'd asked Harry Kane who he'd like playing in that position, yeah. I'm almost certain he'd say Trent. Yeah. Um, you know, despite obviously Trippier's quality. Um, but then if you ask the right-sided centre-back who he wants playing <laughs> outside him, you'd get a different answer probably. Yeah. But England, like, you know, I know it's on the England podcast, but, you know, they should be beating USA, Iran or whoever's in the group, even Wales. I hope they don't, but... Um, you know, so it, that situation should be ideal for Trent. You know, mm. England's are going to be in the front foot, you'd think. So, you know, dominating most of the ball, most of the game. So, um, you know, it is a bit, like, a negative from Southgate. I just think, you But know he's what? a negative coach, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, as you say, I'm not really that bothered. As, as you lads say, I'd like him to stay here for a few weeks, yeah. um, you know, have some time off. And then, you know, as you say, a crash course and... Defend in certain situations, just get good games he's had from the past, and you know, just go off them and yeah. show them the videos, and then just hopefully start again and refresh. So, what did you think about the, the penalty shout? Am I on my own there thinking that that was a pen? I, I changed my given... mind after the game, seeing it after the game, but I think, um, yeah, like John said, I've seen him given. I think the reason why I think you kind of you didn't say it explicitly, Dave, but when you said before it's a 60 40. If it had been given on the pitch, it wouldn't have been overturned. And because the margins were pretty close, um, it wasn't a clear and obvious error, so yeah. they're not going to overturn it this time. But I think on balance, it probably was a penalty. When I first saw it, I didn't think it was. But having watched it again after the game, I think it probably was a penalty. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, I think we got away with it. it wasn't yeah, you'll see one given but, next week. Yeah. Like That's the thing. It's it's just a, whatever the referee is on the day. Different referee will give it next week against you know against two other teams playing. It's just the way it is. And from the referee's angle, it didn't look as bad as it did from like the no. other camera angles we've seen. So I just think we dodged the bullet a little bit there. Um, but yeah, that was the only real like threat that that Tottenham were having was Sessegnon was getting some joy down that side. Um, but I felt like the first half, I just felt like we were well on top, and it was just frustrating that the goals weren't coming. And then they still don't they think we played that well, though. Dave, no, we didn't. We like, weren't like, like I just mean that we weren't like completely dominating the game. But I thought that the, the spaces were there for us to really hurt them, and we were like almost. You know, there were situations, and you're like, oh, have you played the right pass now, mm -hmm. we're in, and we just didn't play the right pass. So I felt like there was loads of situations that were there for us, and we just didn't capitalise on them. And then Spurs just made, give us that gift, um, dire by name, dire by nature. <laughs> like, uh, that was just fucking awful. <laughs> just, like, heading it onto his own shoulder. But, yeah, Crazy, wasn't it? I mean, most took it brilliant, but what's like, he doing? Just out of Back, like, yeah. why does he got like trying to back to the keeper? It's like a mad decision because he's shit. Yeah. He's he's yeah. just he's not a, a good defender. He just isn't. Um, I thought he's like some of us fucking crossfield passing. Um, it's like I'm describing Trent here, but no, <laughs> some of, some of uh, some of Dyer's crossfield passing in the second half was brilliant. Like he just kept pinging that ball over to um, especially like to Perisic when he went out there. Um, so yeah, Dyer, but he's just got that mistake in him all the time, no, hasn't he? 
Um, same with Larice. You know, I, I'm surprised he didn't do anything to gift us a goal today because every time I watch him, he does something mad. It was Allison today. He got away with one when like he just took forever, and and Kane closed him down. I'm like, we're so lucky to get away with that. Do you know what I did? I did think Gary Neville's point on on the commentary was quite good about that. I'd not considered it. You know those times when. Uh, you know, players are trying to calm it down. They just yeah. want to take the stink out of the game a little bit. And, and Allison was definitely trying to signal, "Look how composed I am." Yeah. But he he overdid it, didn't he? And got yeah. caught, well, almost caught on the ball. Yeah. Well, that was a bad spell for us. That it started yeah, it to was. get away from us, didn't it? In the second yeah. half, and, and we just never yeah. really, we never really got it back. And you felt like a goal was coming. It wasn't like they had loads of chances, but Perisic hit the bar. They had a lot of possession around our box, which they didn't have in the first half. And, and they um, moved it well, didn't they? They kept yeah, the ball moving. The way they were switching it from side to side, they did a really good job at that. But it, it's really hard for them when like, you take Son out of the team. And, and it, you know he's such a massive part of what they do. So that like just killed all their counter-attacking threat. They just didn't have any threat on the break. But the second half, they weren't really playing on the break. They just had us penned in because we just couldn't get out. And then they pull one back, and I don't actually think you can defend that. I think no, that's just a, a, just a brilliant, brilliant goal. Brilliant goal. Yeah. He took the shot so early, and from that angle, we've we've done. Canate's right there with him. Can't do any more. Allison can't save it. Maybe, he's got no right to. He's got no right to score from no, there. No, really, from maybe you can do something before it gets there. But once that ball's played into Kane, there's nothing you can do there. It's just a fucking world class finish. As much as I hate him, I just think he's an absolutely sensational footballer. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he is. Even the yeah. first half, like the chance that they had, like it, it's inputting the cross in, and um, Perisic like heads it against Allison, doesn't he? But you know, yeah, Kane's just like it's it's ironic, like a player like that. He's probably going to finish his career with like nothing, like no trophies. And Son as well. You know, the two of them are probably going to end the careers. I don't know if Son won anything when he played in Germany or not. Probably, probably didn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, world class players. But yeah, they're just kind of. I don't want to say the wasted at Tottenham because that's a bit disrespectful. It's not like Spurs are shit. They've always been like there or thereabouts. But yeah, yeah. If Kane ends his career without having won anything, I mean, it'd be funny because he's a tit. But you know, it's a it's a kind of a travesty in terms of how good he is. Mm. Yeah, it's like Alan Shearer. At least he won the Premier League, if nothing else, didn't he? But mm. yeah, you know, Kane, uh, you know, phenomenal footballer. As I say, that that finish, first time far corner, you know, beating probably the best goalie in the world, in my opinion. It's yeah, phenomenal, yeah. absolutely phenomenal goal. Did you think we Thought, were going to see um, again after that? I, I, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, Just because of the pressure, yeah. the amount yeah, of pressure, the, pressure and the amount of time it, left. You, you know how fragile we are at the moment for various reasons. You know, there was still plenty of time left, wasn't there? I thought this was going to finish 2-2. Um, you know, they had that chance off that was a corner, that Longley header should yeah. have scored. Um, free header, lost Hendo, didn't he? He had a few, few free headers. Allison got down well for one, I think. If he'd have got more yeah. power on it, Allison might have palmed it out, but... Yeah, at, at second half we were just like running into traffic, you know, with players yeah. like carrying the ball out and he was just like nicking it off. Come on with Robbo when he just. Yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah. he was blindfolded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just, just running blindfolded, yeah. had no yeah. idea where he was going. Yeah. Robbo played really well, but that particular run when he, he just ran in field just into about four players. It's I like, think oh Hendo did it as well when he came on, got dispossessed um, late on. I was like. Yeah, it just seems to be a feature of the second yeah. half. You, you, you know, 
I thought um, thought Canate was was really good. You know, in yeah. terms of that fragility mm. you were talking about, John, he was the one to me who was rallying well, against yeah. it. He was. Yeah. He, I just thought he was. I thought he was. He, you know, had a really good, really well, a good game, but a really good second half. He, he looks like he could be, you know, world class to me. Yeah, he's, he's got everything, hasn't he? Great, isn't he? I thought he was yeah. probably our best player. I know Mo will get the headlines and rightly so, but. Second half, not through any fault of Mo's, we just kind of stopped attacking. With the counter attacks just dried up, and it was all about like, well, can we hang on? And yeah, I thought Canate was just like fucking colossal. I thought he was brilliant. Uh, it's so yeah, good having him back. Um, they had that chance. Tottenham didn't they? Came flicked the header on. There was like two or three players in yeah. the back post, wasn't he? Jeez. Yeah. yeah I know like we could easily have blown that game. Well, I do think we defended well overall. Yeah, but you know it's just it's fine margins, isn't it? We could easily have blown it and you know come away with a draw, which well, would have been just devastating. The mm-hmm. weird thing is, it's like we've won at Spurs in any season when you win at Spurs, that should be like great, made up, you know, really good results, which it is. But I don't feel as good about it as I should do, and I think it's just because, yeah, we've got the, the results. Yeah, well the. Yeah, definitely that. But also, I didn't really see anything in that to make me think, all right, yeah, I can see massive progress. We're going to be fine. I, th- I just, I think like it was, it was better than it has been. But no, there's still, I just didn't like the way we just kept giving the ball away in the second half. And I don't know if it's fatigue, if it was the mental like strain of like trying to get the first away win and just we got a bit anxious. I don't know what it was. But these are experienced players. I mean, Thiago was the biggest culprit, and Firmino. These are experienced players. They should not be feeling that kind of stress and, and, and strain of the situation. They should be the ones getting the foot on the ball, keeping it, calming us down. And, and they were like the biggest culprits for losing it. I thought Bobby was horrendous today. I really just thought he was so bad. He just got, like, it wasn't too bad to start with, but he just got progressively worse as the game went on. And I just subbed him like quite a bit before he eventually went off. I'd, I'd have probably got Carvalho or Curtis on. In place of Bobby, much yeah, agreed. I think in terms of Bobby, I mean, I love him, absolutely love him. I've loved him all his, all the way through his time with us. Um, and Klopp absolutely buzzes off him, doesn't he? Thinks he's sensational. Basically, basically built his whole tactics around him. Um, but I'm of a view that even though I suspect Klopp will want to give him a new deal, I don't think we should. Um, even though he's much better this season, he's had a bit of a renaissance. I think we should. We should let Bobby go in order to force the team to evolve further and to change further. Yeah. I just think that I, I just think that we've got to. You know, obviously we'll get his wages off the book, and that'll give us other opportunities. But I think we've got to throw the other players in. We've got we, you know, we've got Mo, we've got Jota, we've got Diaz, we've got Darwin. We probably need one more, and I would probably go for like a, a, a right a right sided player, a right winger. Um, when you've got a couple over play over the left, and you've got Mo, Mo and Darwin a couple of centre forward. I just think if we retain Bobby. What an amazing servant that he's been, and and the good, the decent season that he's having this season again. But I think if you retain him, you're not really pushing the team on. I think you you know you you're still trying to cling on to what we were. And I think we need to move beyond what we were, and we need to become something new. And I think if you retain Bobby, you you you, you impede that in some way. I I feel the same way, but I don't I don't like feeling that way. <laughs> you know, I no, want I want to just say give him a new contract and that, but. I think everything you said there is right, and I I, I think it's a big test for Klopp, Dave. You know, I think it's a big test for Klopp. In terms of that that ruthlessness, has he got that ruthlessness? There, there is. It is a test, and and also like there's a thread on the forum about it. There's a poll 
like should he get a new contract and I I said I've no. not seen that I'll have a look I said no I wouldn't give him a new contract but I am open to him changing my mind you know from what happens between now and the end of the season but there's an argument that whatever happens between now and the end of the season we should just move on and as you say you know just go in a different direction but I wouldn't want to be making that decision but I do think that's a classic case of like you know, we've we, when we say, oh, you know, the team's getting old, it's getting a bit stale, it needs freshening up and stuff. It's not easy because it's like, well, who do we freshen up? Who do we move out to freshen up? It's like it's not it's not like a dead obvious decision. It's easy to say, yeah, the team needs freshening up, but then you've got to make the decision as to, okay, well, who goes? You know, we were talking about the way Ferguson would go, right? Yap stamp, you're out, and everyone's like, whoa, what the fuck, Beckham, you're out. But it's not that easy to make that decision on, on like who are you making an example of, if you like. Um, but Bobby seems an obvious one who you can get like a, a younger upgrade. And thanks for everything you've done. You're a legend. We love you and enjoy your, your next chapter. But if he did get a new contract, I can't say like I'd be unhappy about it. No, agreed, agreed. I think the contract scenario dictates it a little bit, doesn't it? And the wages, K- yeah. K- yeah, Cater, Ox, Bobby... Milner. I mean, I've said what I do with Milner, but I think if I'd have Milner in a different, a different type of contract, the one I was talking about before, you know, like a first team Spio, mm-hmm. and really it'd be on the understanding that he wasn't going to play much at all. So you still need to replace him in the squad. I, I just don't think James Milner will go for that. Like I think he'll, no. he wants to keep playing. Yeah. He still thinks he can play thirty games a season, doesn't he, Milner? Maybe I think he probably can, just not at our level, John. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I thought he'd go back to Leeds, to be honest with you. But, um, I, I, don't play, he fits. I don't think he fits. But they're like, they do so much running and so yeah. like high energy and that. I don't think he fits there at all. I know he's like super fit in that, but not, not like that. You know, he's not going to be running like... They're all pace, like aren't they? 13 kilometres a game, whatever it is, like each player runs there. I, I just, I don't know whether he could do that and stay fit. You know, maybe play him as a six. He could, play, he could play as a six maybe, but mm, don't know. I don't know why you would do that. No. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary, and access to the members-only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, what did you make of the subs? Um, specifically, Gomez coming on uh, for for Darwin. What did you think about that? In the context of the game, I thought it was the right thing to do. The way Spurs yeah. switching left and I, right. I hated you know, just, it. I've got to be honest. Really? Yeah, uh, I hated yeah. it. I mean, you, you, no, you know, seeing the game out, it was just crucial. I think, you know, what what Spurs were doing, you know, pinning us back, switching it from side to side. You know, we couldn't get out. And it was, I was at that point of the game. It wasn't as I was like... 15 20 minutes left when we did or whatever it was what three or four minutes was it plus stoppages so 
you know, we've seen it out in the end. I mean, it didn't, there was no great arms on it, so I understand why we did it at the time. So, yeah, um, didn't have a like, major problem with it, and I understand the reasons for doing it. Just hang on, get out of there, get the first away win of the season um, and move on. So. I just think it's a risk doing it. It's like, you know, I, I feel like... I just always think back to times when Rafa would do something like that and then we'd just concede. Or, like... Klopp would bring Lovren on at times to, to see it out and you're like oh, just, it's like you're just saying to the other team okay we're, we're not even bothering to try to counter attack anymore we're just going to defend and hope that we see it out and I just don't like the message it sends and it's also partly because every time when I've tried to do that on footy manager it's never worked <laughs> and I've always like beat myself up about it because I feel like I'm betraying my principles by even doing that and I'm like you see that's what you get for doing that you know that's not the right thing to do you know it's you're a shit house and you're being punished for being a shit house so do you I, not think though Dave like it's more it. about I, I think it's more if about if you'd have took Trent off to bring Gomez on I'd have been no, fine I, with that I think it's because he, re- he realises he's tried to get us to play our way out of it to do it differently. Yeah. And he's just realised that for whatever reason, the players just haven't got it in them today yeah. at this stage of the Maybe game. So, Maybe so, so he's just thinking, I've got no choice. They're either going to score or to do this. I just think it um, makes it easy for Tottenham. Like you take away like 50% of our counter-attacking threat and you, you've just left Mo there. And and like it's it's a lot easier for Spurs then it's like they only have to worry about Mo. So it's like okay, well two players you can deal with that. Whereas if you've you've got to worry about Darwin and Mo, which they had they had done for you know much of the game, even when we weren't like getting any joy, all it was ever going to take was one good pass and, and we would have been in. So I didn't like that. I thought it was a risk, but you know we've got away with it. Um, but as I say, if if bringing on Gomez for Trent, I'd have been completely fine with that. No problem at all. It would have made sense because the most of their attacks were like that crossfield ball to the left, and then they were trying to get crosses in. And I think like you know bringing on Gomez to stop that made sense. But he didn't. He didn't. I thought like oh maybe he'll play right back and then Trent in front of him. We just went with like an extra centre back, and Trent was still out there, still having to try and deal with stuff. And, you know, they, they highlighted it on commentary. Like, apparently a few of the players were, like, screaming at Trent because he, he, he drifted up the pitch. He, he thought we forward, had the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he started to drift. And then we, we never really had the ball. We didn't win it. It looked like we were going to win it back, and we didn't. And then they were able to get in. But that only happens, really, because Trent's like, OK, we're playing three at the back. I'm now, like, a wing-back. Gomez is there covering. So it, it sort of, like, lets him off the hook a little bit defensively where he thinks maybe... It's not his job anymore. You know, he's playing wing back rather than right back. I just think like doing stuff like that that we're not used to. You you're putting like Gomez in and now all of a sudden we've got three centre backs. Well we don't play that way. We probably don't train that way either. I just think like you're handing the initiative to to the opposition when you do stuff like that. But I think we have done it in the past though, Dave. Like late on in games where we brought a an, an extra yeah, we have, we have done yeah, but, we've, we've, but we've not not we don't like train with like playing a three at the back system. You're doing and and I don't agree with us doing that previously. That's that's what I'm saying. It's not something I like to see us do. The only difference is if you're bringing on like like say for example you're up against a team that's like launching it into the box and it's all like set pieces and high balls and you're like okay now Phillips I want you on for like the last five minutes because they're just going to be launching it when you're doing it to just get like you know that extra height in there I sort of like yeah that makes sense to me but I don't know whether that was the reason for us doing that today maybe it was because spares are really good from corners and that maybe it was just about getting extra height but you're taking Darwin off who's really good in the air himself so if it's for set pieces well 
you, you wouldn't be taking Darwin off. So, yeah, I mean, it's a small point. I don't know why I'm going on about it so much. We won the game. It didn't cost us or anything, but just saying yeah, it's not I, something I, I like to see. I, I like the pragmatism there, to be honest with you. I think I've been calling for that a bit more, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's great when we're playing well and we're all front-footed, smashing teams, threes and fours and that, but there's still a time and a place for that type of move for me. And, you know... Yeah. That's how I see it. That's the way I'd like us to be more pragmatic in certain situations. Been calling for it all season. Yeah. So the way I see it, there was like you know, it didn't cost us anything. You know, it, I don't even the Gomez touched the ball. I'm not too sure, but mm, yeah, it, it, that's if that like made ourselves onto the three points. And yeah, so we have actually no problem with it. No, I want us to be more pragmatic. I just specifically, yeah, that, I, I'm not a fan of that at all. Um, you know. Drop ten yards, get the whole team dropping ten yards deeper, do a bit of time wasting, all that stuff. I'm mm. fine with all that, but I just don't like the, you know, it's because Darwin's gone off. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Every time he gets subbed, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! So like, that was that was a that was a part of it. I can't deny that that was probably part. If you'd have taken like if you'd have taken Mo off, I probably wouldn't have reacted quite as badly. But I know Mo would have done being on a hat trick, getting subbed, and then Mo got took off as well, like you know, deep into stoppage time. Uh, so it's like we ended up with like. Ox as our counter attacker. <laughs> I didn't I call that on the part of said Ox will play some part of his Tottenham. I thought yeah. he might have played a bit more of a part than he actually did. <laughs> but um, I think he touched the ball or at least he got a touch, didn't he? I remember him like getting the ball down like there at the right hand side. I think he got a touch. So yeah. But um I imagine he'll start in midweek, so we may as well get on to that now. Uh, well I just sorry midweek. Yeah, go just on. Just before you move on, just just thought it was really interesting to see Kloppo really go for it in the celebration afterwards. Yeah. That, to me, was telling of the pressure that he's under, that the team are under, and the, and, and the scale of the victory, really. I think it, you know, I just think it's, um, I, I don't think we should gloss over how important those three points were. And I thought mm. it was just really interesting that Klopp clearly felt the same. Um, it, was, it was big today, really big to go there and win. The way we've been playing, I think I just, I just, just think it's worth emphasising that point, and nice to see Kloppo acknowledging it as such. Yeah, I, I also think as much as like there's been some negativity on, on this part about like how we played today, I think like the the character was great. You know, they've dug in, they've battled, they've ground out the win, yeah. made up with all of that. And as I say, the only thing that really I, I just was baffled by really was just how. We just kept giving the ball back to them. I just don't really know what was going on there, but it doesn't matter. We've got over the line. Uh, it's a big win for us. First away win of the season. Uh, can't believe it's November and like that's the first away game we've won. It's fucking bad, isn't going it? back to how, how much we give the ball away, sorry, Dave. Like Monty made a point on the pod about what Gary Neville was saying, and I totally agree with what Monty said. Um, about, and Gary Neville said something about the way we were just keep playing keep ball for a couple of minutes, and we weren't like. Yeah. doing anything with it but I, I, I like that when we were doing that that's pragmatism you know taking the sting out of it oh, not, didn't look like scoring yeah so just take the sting out of the game waste time by keeping the ball that, that's pragmatism that's good and you know I'd like to see more of that game management at times you know the players are all massively experienced so it was, it was good to see that even if it was just a short period and Gary Neville was like way off on that I thought mm. agreed yeah I, no I agree so midweek then, uh, defense of the the league cup starts. I'd imagine there'll probably be eleven changes. I would have thought. I don't think any of the starters will, will 
will start the game against Derby. Some might be on the bench, might be involved. But what kind of team do you think we're looking at? I think we've got, you've got to be changes. I mean, yeah, I suppose. I, want to, I certainly want to see Ramsey. Um, do we play Costas? Costas will definitely play, yeah. Um, Bacetic, I, don't, I need to work out how to say his name. I've never heard anybody say Bege- his name. So Bacetic, I, I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Bacetic, so. so I think he, he probably needs to play. Um, and then I wonder if uh, some of the kids will play out. I mean, you know, your uh, almost almost new boy, Ben Doak, Dave, yeah. I wonder if uh, wonder if he at least gets on the bench. I'd like to see him on the bench. Yeah. So, Not I mean, Phillips I certainly think it's... Thing. Yeah, I think Nat Phillips and Joe Gomez will be the yeah. centre-backs, won't they? Yeah, nice. Kelleher um, in goal. Um, is Milner, is Milner, Milner going to be available? Milner will be available, yeah. yeah. I think Klopp said the other day that like the protocol means he's not allowed to to do any uh, any training. He can do light training Monday, and then after that, it's all systems go. So um, he's fine, like Klopp said. Like Milner's, he's not got any after effects. He's completely fine, but they've just got to follow the the protocol. So yeah, Milner will start. <coughs> um, I think Bajetic will start. Uh, Curtis probably midfield, yeah. uh, maybe, yeah. or maybe Ox might be in midfield and Curtis might be in the front three or vice versa. Um, Carvalho Who'd you play up front. Carvalho. Carvalho. I play Carvalho through the middle. I'd like to see that. Um, one of the through the middle up front, John. We might have to start with one of the one of the starters and, and like bring them off for half time or something. So you might start Darwin. Darwin, it's got to be Darwin. Maybe for me. bring Mo on second half. Maybe do it that way. I think one of them might have to play just because we've not really got the numbers unless they start Ben Doak, which I don't know. It's an interesting one. Maybe they do, but I think more likely coming off the bench. I think he should be involved though because he couldn't have done any more than he has. He's been so good, not just for the under-18s but like he's moved up to the 21s and you know, he scored goals for them as well. He, he just what about the other lad as well? Do you think he makes the bench? The left, the, the, the Irish kid? Is it Cone Doherty or I, I don't think so. Maybe so but he's he, he looks about 12. He's got like a lot of filling out to do. Uh, I could be wrong but he just looks like it's too early for him. He started well, though. He's got a few yeah. goals under his belt and that, but don't you know. You thought Clark, Clark, maybe? But yeah, Bobby Clark might actually start. Possibly. Could play in yeah. midfield, could play in the front yeah. three. Don't know. It's got to be in contention. I don't know much about Derby. What where, What kind of a season are they having? I think they're near the top of League One, Paul, I think. Right. Yeah, got relegated last year, didn't they? But uh, I think they're doing okay. So uh, I don't know who plays for them now, like, but uh, yeah, it should be a good, good, good experience for the younger lads. I'd say if some of them start, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see Carvalho. I don't want to see him on the left. I'd like to see him playing through the middle, whatever, four two three one or for whatever. Just mm. like just behind Darwin, possibly. Yeah, just don't like seeing him stuck out on the left hand side. And I don't know. Some some of the games have passed him by a little bit at times. Maybe Pendo push. could start, couldn't he? Though I just thought that then because he didn't, yeah. he didn't start today. Maybe, maybe he plays. There, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd want to rest him. Definitely want to rest him. I want to rest all the midfielders. Really, the, the first choice midfielders. Mm. No Thiago. No Hendo. No Fabinho. Um, no, definitely just... leave Thiago and Fabinho out. But Hendo's not got the, the the minutes the last few few weeks. So. Um, you could probably get away with that just to give you that bit more experience. But I think we'll have like some of the big hitters on the bench. Maybe like yeah, Mo might so be on we the should. bench and 
So we should, I think. How important do you actually see the game? You know, like if if we were to lose the game, would you be massively pissed off or? No, I'd obviously want us to win, but I, I, I just I would like to see some of the younger lads playing. You know, experience. If Ramsey get a full ninety minutes, um, Badgetic uh, get a full ninety minutes. Um, hopefully, it'll still be enough to beat Derby. Like, but um, you know, if we go out, I mean, it's yeah, it's disappointing, but it's not gonna define the season either way, is it? At the mm. moment. Well, it might because yeah. <laughs> we've not got like. We're not playing for the, the league, league anymore, are we? Yeah. Know we've still got like top four, or whatever. But like, you know, we've won that last year. We won the FA Cup as well. It'd be nice to defend them. But I'm with you. I think as much as it'd be, it'd be nice to win it. I don't want to be taking unnecessary risks and and you know overplaying some of the first team players. Think and plus, I think it's really important that you use these games to give the kids opportunities. Yeah. And it worked last year. It's great, but that's not to say it's always going to work. And there's going to be a game where he makes a load of changes. He plays some kids, and it and it doesn't work, and we'll lose. And you know, you'll get the predictable response. And the sad thing is, this year I've got no Taki to fall back on. I know, no, no Divock so, and Taki. I know it's yeah. it, it's a, it, it is like a, a big thing because they were so good. You just mm. knew, yeah, bring them in. You know, Divock scores every time. He plays in the league cup. Taki was great last year. They, they've actually left like a significant hole in the squad, really. Yeah. They didn't really replace them. I suppose Carvalho's probably like the the replacement for for Taki, maybe. But still not quite there at that level, though, is he? And no, Taki, I think he, I think he just needs games. I, I think yeah, he does so well it, in the Taki championship. Experience. Um, he scored against yeah. City, didn't he? When in the yeah. in the cup for Fulham, so he can do it at, at the the top level I'm not worried about him the only worry I've got about him is like what's his position going to be and do, does it fit in if we're playing 4-3-3 where about does he fit in that but I think still he's very early player. days for him isn't it yeah, very very and, and early days he's a massive talent you can see that yeah. already so yeah it's, a, it's a, a good chance for us to take a look at him I'm really looking forward to watching Ramsey just that yeah, me too. couple of minutes that we saw I know yeah it was, wetted the appetite yeah, didn't it, it? Did, yeah. I, I, really I mean that's, that's why him. I really that's why I really enjoy these um, these early rounds of the domestic cups when you get this kind of like mix and match team. Yeah, and I think same. broadly speaking, we've done we've done well in these games, haven't we? Yeah. Um, even even the ones where we've just scraped through or we've we've we had to ride our luck a little bit. You know, the ones where we played like you know a full eleven youth players and and just managed to sneak it at the end. You know, it's there's still something about that that's really yeah. entertaining. It's enjoyable. You know, you, it really yeah, is. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like back in the day when you, you got the impression of Rafa um, was like looking to, like, <laughs> you know, let's, let's just say he wasn't bothered if he went out, but it's, yeah. you know, it's just like a bit of a hindrance, weren't they? Those like early League Cup games, if he went out, it was no great shakes, but. Um, yeah, I think there's like a purpose to it now. You know, we've got good yeah, young they, players. So like back in the day, it was just all players who come in who are never gonna make it here. There was no, there was just no sort of um, pathway to them for the first team. It was just like putting them out there just to get the gameplay basically. But now yeah. it's like you know, you can see the purpose to playing. You know, the lads definitely, who are coming in. Um, definitely, you know, I, I like early years. You, you know, you get these. Cameron Brannigan and all like what was that the fullback? Uh, was it not Randall? Connor, Connor Randall. It's Connor, Connor Randall. Randall yeah, you know they were never going to make it here, but Klopp didn't have the squad then when he first came in that he's that he's got now. You know it's it's his, his stamp all over the squad now. So um, I really like the uh, the balance between development and and still remaining competitive. Yeah. You know it's quite obvious that he wants to go through, but he's also using it 
um, as a developmental opportunity for some of these players. And I like that. You know, that's what we should be doing. That's exactly what we should be doing with those with those trophies. And we won them. We won both the domestics last season. That's you what know, I was asking. Well. That, that's how I was saying. You know, how how bothered will you be? Because there'll be people if it goes wrong. If we pick a, a you know a, a team, mostly young lads and a few fringe players, and we lose, there'll be people kicking off saying you should have gone stronger. So that's that's kind of what I was asking when I was saying like, how bothered will you be? I mean. You wouldn't be tempted to go like stronger than necessary. You're quite happy to to use the game to play the young players because I yeah, am. I think so. That's, yeah, what, that's I what mean, I, I want to do. Suppose, I suppose the one thing we've got to be mindful of, which has just occurred to me now, is we are going to have, um, you know, the cup holders target on our backs in every round, aren't we? Mm. And that's going to be the narrative going into every game. The holders put out by, the holders beaten by, the holders given the run around by. You know, so that's going to be an additional additional weight that the players have got to carry. But I still wouldn't, I still wouldn't change the approach. I think the approach is right. Yeah. It's the right one for us as a club in general, but it's definitely the right one for this season. We can't be throwing, we can't be throwing, you know, players who have already got too many miles on the on the legs this season. You know, the likes of Fabinho looks like he's towing a caravan. Yeah. We can't be throwing him in just because you know somebody might throw a throw a line out about we didn't take it seriously enough. No, I think we've got the Klopp's got the right balance. I think I'm more than happy for us to continue doing that. In fact, you know, I'm all, the developmental model is one of the things I really like about the way we do business. So why would it, uh, the last thing I want to do is, is move away from that? We need to keep giving opportunities to these kids. You know, there's just the idea that Doke might be in the squad. You know, the idea that we're going, as you said before, Dave, that hopefully Ramsey will start. That's exciting. Yeah. I want to see these potential future stars. That's how I feel. And if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. But I think uh, it's, yeah. it's the right way to go. It's the context of the season as well, isn't it? If you look at it, like anyone who gets annoyed if we're saying we should have gone stronger on Wednesday if we do go out, it's like, well, you know, got to come back after the World Cup. I mean, this is the third round of the League Cup. Normally you get into the semi-final stage come December, aren't you? But we've still mm-hmm. got the fourth and fifth round to play. Well, the amount of games next, so that's second it, half of the season. It, that's it. It's, it's like context of the season. It's totally understandable. If he did make eleven changes, and uh, you know, if you go out with a massively weakened team, then yeah, it's disappointing. But so be it. In the context of the second half of the season, you, you know, something might have to give at some point. Um, you, you know, we're challenging for top four more than likely. Um, Champions League, you know, still the FA Cup as well. So, you, you know, I, I wouldn't be too concerned if that that's what happens on Wednesday. Obviously, yeah. I want us to win, but um, grand grand scheme of things, it's like. You know, with all the games we're gonna play, you know, to backlog of fixtures, you know, come normally come Christmas we'll have played about what nineteen games or something. Is, is it gonna be fifteen? So we're, we're like four games behind of what yeah. what we've been with all the the league cups probably two rounds behind as well. Yeah, the FA Cup hasn't even started, so it's uh, and, and we've got through the Champions League as well. We got in in the Champions League, so it's going to be an absolute logistical nightmare. Yeah. You know, second half of the season, hopefully. But with the players coming back, Diaz and Jota, um, that'll ease the burden a bit. Fingers crossed. Also means you know transfers are more important as well because there's so many games to play. Mm. We've already been short-handed. You know, we, we, we've got to do something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see know what how they we don't do, Dave. but they've got to do something. Got to. I don't see how they don't do it. It just doesn't make any sense to me at all if they don't. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got. I, I'm not. I'm not knee-jerk about transfers at all. I love the long-term thinking of our strategy. I love the developmental side of things. You can't be I'm too picky, in... though. We're not in the position to be too picky now, are we? Well, I just think, but but I trust them as well. They've got lists. They'll have loads of boss mm. players on there at various price points. Go, you know, if they're on the list, go get one of them. Go get a couple of them. 
you know, but we've definitely got to do some business. Yeah. Well, this is where uh, this Julian Ward is it? Like this, like a big test for him now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it is, yeah. Terms, you know, Michael Edwards is gone. So, um, yeah, um, pressure's going to be on, I think. I mean, if we get to the end of January and nothing's happened, there's going to be serious like ramifications and questions asked, isn't he? Yeah, don't know. I think it'd be worse than that. I think it'll affect, it'll, it'll affect the season. I just think if we don't do business, I think it will um, it, it'll stop us getting top four because they're just we can see that we can see the uh, the problems that we've got with uh, fatigue right now, and that's not going to go away. So they need they need help in terms of the reason January is so important is because they need help in terms of that. Just the bodies, the numbers. We ju- we just need more numbers. Yeah. So but when, when I, you I say think, numbers, uh, Paul, like what I mean, Arthur or Arthur? Oh no no no! Sorry. Sorry, I, I, like, I don't mean I don't mean quite as crudely as that. I don't mean viable quite as crudely first as just, team players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't mean just get like a somebody a body. I don't just mean a body like a you know a Van Davis. Um, I mean you know they've got players on the list that they are looking for. Go and get some of those players. You know, bring some of the deals forward. I know we like to do all our business in the summer. We'll go and try and force a couple of transfers through. Yeah. You know, Barcelona are out of the Champions League. They need to get mm. rid of Frankie Frankie De Jong. You know, if he's a player that we're interested in, and I don't know why we wouldn't be, go, go, have a real, really test him, really see if we can get him in, in January and bring him in. You know, um, but uh, if not him, so be it. But there will be, you know, and he'll probably cost at the at the, the, the upper end of, of what we probably want to spend. But there's other players, um, you know, they'll have they'll have like midfield equivalents of Jota, you know, on the forty million pound margin. Yeah. Um, get somebody like that. But, but whoever it is, we need. I think we probably probably need two, and I think in January. Uh, and then we need to do more business again in the summer. Yeah, agreed. Uh, all that's for another part. I'm sure we'll do something like that uh, during the World Cup break. Look ahead to you know what we need in January, who's likely to be available. So yeah, we'll do something on that then. Um, anything else, or are we done? We done for this one. I think we're yeah. done. Yeah, I think we're done. I think Paul's desperate to get to Lamar Celebrity, isn't he? Yeah, I think he <laughs> is. Yeah. I want. I want to see my. Uh, I want to see the boy George who follows me on Twitter. I want to see him rinse. Uh, rinse Matt Hancock <laughs> in a minute because he's going to give him loads. I reckon. <laughs> boy George follows you on Twitter. Is that yeah? Just check like, it out. Check, that, no, check it out. Is that a bald what, thing? Just a bald brethren? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an absolute class thing, Dave. <laughs> okay, so it's a soul boys thing. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> no, good stuff. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Anyway, that'll be that'll be amusing. I hope Matt, I hope Matt Hancock gets absolutely tinted to the cleaners. Yeah. Horrible bastard. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I hope a task goes wrong and it ends up being left by a crocodile. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably spit it out and go, Tory. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a good way to end it, I think. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back after Derby in midweek. Uh, so yeah thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon the best word I can say but uh, we'll describe this was boom (laughs) 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 what was this it was really good